0: There are many ways to bring health and harmony to your body. Exercise, seeing your doctor on a regular basis, eating well, deep breathing, being outside, personal hygiene, and so much more. And when it comes to your mental well-being, there are even more ways to promote health and harmony. Meditation, coaching, shadow work, creativity, affirmations, journaling, aromatherapy, reading, socializing, gratitude, music, cognitive behavioral therapy, and any number of self-care practices. Have you ever considered the deeper reason why these things restore our vitality? I mean, it's pretty easy to understand on a surface level why these things make us feel good in our minds and our bodies. Our physical health depends on moving our bodies and eating a well-balanced diet and seeing our doctor when we need to. Our mental health depends on staying present and actively reflecting for the sake of personal growth. It makes total sense that you don't need to understand more than that to get the benefits of healthy lifestyle choices. But you are a modern mystic on a magical journey to manifesting your dream life. You intuitively understand that there's more than what meets the eye. And you also are curious and you want to know more about why these things feel good. Your higher self knows something else is happening besides a simple cause and effect. What could it be? Deep down, all of our wellness habits help with chakra healing. When our chakra system is strong and nourished, we flourish. Every healthy activity we do for ourselves correlates with a chakra, and the more healthy our lifestyle, the better balanced our chakras become, which creates this beautiful cyclical effect of health, harmony, and vitality. When our chakras are lively, we feel lively. When our chakras are restricted, we feel restricted. We might not have realized it before, but all self care and healthy lifestyle choices ultimately come down to restoring our vital life force energy within our entire chakra system, which in turn changes what our energy blueprint is putting out there, which in turn changes what we're manifesting with the law of attraction. Last podcast episode, we built a foundation of understanding what the chakras are and why they exist in our body. And where they came from. In this episode, we're going to talk about the difference that chakra healing makes in our quality of life. I believe this should be a priority for all modern mystics, which of course includes you. So stay tuned. You're about to shatter the f out of your manifesting ceiling because you're tuning in to the spiritually inspired podcast, your number one resource for grounded spirituality and working with the law of attraction the right way. I'm Sarah Ray. I'm your Manifesting Coach, and this is the podcast where I teach mystics like you how to manifest on purpose, and hopefully get you to laugh at least once per episode. New episodes filled with manifesting, mindfulness, and magic come out each Friday. Give us a five-star rating wherever you happen to be listening so we can reach more modern mystics with spiritual awesomeness. Yes! And now, a quick word from this week's Sponsor. You know your chakras help you feel good physically, emotionally, and spiritually. But did you know you can also heal your chakras to manifest your dream life? Yes! The Chakra Healing for Manifesting Workshop is your gateway to a journey of self-discovery, balance, and manifestation mastery. This virtual workshop is your comprehensive guide to chakra education, where you'll gain a deep understanding of the entire chakra system and the role that it plays in your manifesting journey. You'll learn how to spot and heal blocked chakras, overactive chakras through easy and effective techniques you can do from anywhere, as well as other powerful manifesting tools you need to create your dream life. There is a profound connection between harmonious chakras and manifesting your dream life. It's time you've learned how to tap into this inner power so you can amplify your ability to attract abundance, love, and success. Plus, everyone who signs up will receive exclusive bonuses, including 21 printable chakra affirmation cards and eight chakra Reiki guided meditations yours to download and keep forever. Transform your life, reserve your spot today. Go straight to spirituallyinspired.co slash chakras, and I'll see you inside the workshop. Just a quick chakra recap. All bodies contain energy centers called chakras. Humans and animals all have them, and we place special focus on the main seven that run up the spine. Each chakra is associated with specific aspects of physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. That's basically why all wellness habits and choices, or lack thereof, eventually impact the strength of our chakra centers, of our energy centers. In case you haven't listened to last week's episode, I'll give you a quick rundown of the seven main chakras that we're talking about here. The root chakra is our red chakra located at the base of the spine associated with grounding, stability, and basic survival instincts. The sacral chakra, which is orange, found in the lower abdomen below the navel, is associated with creativity, passion, and sexuality. The solar plexus chakra, which is above the navel but below the diaphragm, is the yellow chakra, associated with personal power, confidence, and self esteem. The heart chakra, which is in your heart space, in your rib cage, is Um, green or pink and associated with love, compassion, and emotional healing and emotional well-being. The throat chakra right over the neck area is the blue chakra associated with communication, self-expression, truth, and honesty. The third eye chakra is positioned between the eyebrows. It's purple or indigo associated with intuition, psychic perception, and also spiritual insight and opening up to various spiritual practices. And the crown chakra at the top of the head or floating just above, seen as either gold or white, is associated with spiritual connection, enlightenment, and consciousness. Just by knowing what the seven chakras are and where they are located in the body, you can start to see where the correlation between them and our health comes from. The root chakra is a really great example. It's located at the base of the spine and resonates with the energy of safety and security. This is our survival chakra. This is where all of our basic needs need to be met. Think of all the organs that are in that area of the body as well. These are organs that cleanse our bodies of toxins, that dispel waste that we don't need, and our lower limbs are there too, physically supporting the rest of the body as well as carrying us from place to place. So it makes perfect sense why our lowest chakra would be responsible for our basic needs being met, why it would care about stability and feeling safe and uh, making sure that we are surviving and we are, you know, at the, at the lowest level of health to actually function. And all chakras are this way. They are all located in the body specifically to support the energy of those organs in that area, as well as the aspects of consciousness that go along with that area. The heart chakra, for another example, governs all matters of emotional well being and healing. Anything of the heart, if you will, as well as the physical heart organ and the lungs and the rib cage and the breasts and the diaphragm and the muscles that are there too. The throat chakra governs our vocal cords, our tonsils, our tongue, our mouth, our collarbone. And on top of our voice, our opinions and expression are there too, and our honesty and authentic, authenticity, everything associated with how we speak and communicate, of course, as well as the organs that are there. What's amazing about the chakras is that they aren't strictly spiritual or physical. They occupy both worlds, which makes them ideal for holistic healing. So to answer this question, what is chakra healing? we have to begin to understand that everything is multidimensional. Nothing is superficial. Nothing is black and white. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I feel very strongly about this, that pretty much everything is gray. <laughs> Nothing is cut and dry. Nothing is black and white. There's always more to the story, more to the ailment, more to the feelings and the emotions, to whatever is causing a block in your energy. There's It's always multifaceted. Chakra healing helps us dig deeper. It's combining physical health and wellness with emotional and spiritual healing. It's bringing all these things together. And this is imperative. This is imperative. Like I don't care if medical professionals ever use the word chakra or ever say, oh, your heart chakra is blocked. I don't care if that ever happens. But what I do care about is that all these things are seen as tying together. I believe there is a growing number of people, including some plenty of medical professionals who value this mind-body connection. And I have said before, and I will say it again, that all medical professionals worth their salt will believe in this mind-body connection. And I like to use losing weight as a metaphorical example of the mind-body connections and discussions because it's really relatable. And I, I think it's something that, is understandable and it's really logical here. So I'm going to do that again now. Imagine that you want to lose weight. All right. And your doctor agrees with you that your body would be much healthier if you did. How much weight is irrelevant. But if you're looking to lose weight, excess weight that your body does not need, you become committed and you do everything you need to do on a physical level. So what does that mean? You're, you're, you're um, creating a calorie deficit somehow, either through intermittent fasting or just portion control. You are exercising. You're moving your body more. You're eating healthier choices. You're cutting out excess things that you don't need, like sugar. Maybe you're taking some vitamins. You're doing the physical things that you need to do. You've become committed to one piece of the puzzle. You're tackling one very specific piece of the puzzle. But it's also likely that you really won't lose all the weight you're looking to lose until you tackle the other major piece of the puzzle, which is the mental and the spiritual components of being in an unhealthy state and how you got there. The thoughts and the emotions you have around food, health, exercise, self-worth, and more all contributed to a certain energetic and health state that you are wanting to change. So it makes perfect sense that if you want to change your health, you have to attack it from all sides. Not only do you need to make changes to your lifestyle choices, but also in how you perceive these things, all of which correlate with the lower chakras, by the way. It's much more likely that you'll be completely successful and you'll completely overhaul your entire life if you take a holistic approach. If you dig deeper into the energy of the emotions that you're carrying with you and not just the weight that you're carrying with you. Like, this is something that we, a lot of us have experienced. Like, if we want to make a change in our lives, you can't just physically make the change, otherwise, history will repeat itself. You have to also mentally and spiritually make the change in order to really transform. Another example I can give of the mind body connection is extreme athletes, people who push their bodies to the physical limits to win their sport. Do you think that they would ever be able to win if they weren't in the right mindset to win? And a lot of those athletes will talk about that openly, that they say that it's a mental game as much as it is a physical game. All those hours of grueling training would mean nothing if they were telling themselves that they didn't have a single chance of winning because they would be their own worst critic at that point. They need to be both. They need the physical prowess and the winning attitude to end up in first place that is a requirement the mind body connection is very necessary if athletes want to win their sport i really i could go on and on I, it was hard for me to pick those those two examples when i was writing out my notes for this show because i just feel like there's so many different ways you could illustrate the importance of the mind body connection think about how many Cancer patients talk about having a good attitude and how that improved the effectiveness of their treatments and how they were better received in their bodies. Or how many stories have you heard of uh, women in labor who were taught to breathe deeply and remain focused and calm to deliver their babies and with the least amount of medical intervention? Or how many hikers have kept their eye on the prize on the summit of the mountain and told themselves that they could reach the top of the mountain, and then they did. Your body alone will not get you there. You also need to cultivate the right energy in your mind and spirit to truly attain the physical goal. Like Your physical goal isn't just that, it isn't just physical. It's also a mental goal. And with it, you will probably will bring in some spiritual components as well because you're listening to this show, so spirituality is important in your life. So the mental and the spiritual and the physical components of all the things you want to do all play a really important role in all the things you want to accomplish and all the things you want to manifest. It's not black or white. It's not one size fits all. And this is why chakra healing is awesome. One of the many reasons why chakra healing is so helpful. By understanding the role each chakra plays in your physical, mental, and spiritual health and well-being, you'll be much better equipped to manifest that outcome that you're looking for. If you understand how this entire system works together, if you understand not only what the system is, but what it's doing, its cause and effect in your body, It will make so much more sense and you will get further faster. So to do this, I want you to consider three things, three questions. One, what are the desires and emotions fueling this goal or this manifestation? And two, what area of my body is physically involved in this manifestation? This one might come with a little bit of knowledge and study once you figure out what chakras represent what. And three... What can I do to tie these two things together? So what are my desires and emotions regarding this manifestation? What area of my body is physically involved in this manifestation? And how do I tie these things together? This is the essence of chakra killing. This is what we are doing when we're using the chakra system to manifest our goals. So to do this, the first thing we have to do is to get to the root of why we want what we want. The first question here, what desires and emotions are fueling this manifestation? Everything we do comes down to desiring to feel a certain way. Every single decision you make is about feeling a certain way, physically and emotionally. You can Do that. You can break down every single decision you make on a daily basis and you can boil it down to a specific feeling. So when you think about your manifestation or your goal or what you want to achieve, you got to get to the bottom of those desires. And to do this, I have an old trick for you to try. Just continuously ask yourself why. Each time you make an I want statement, follow it by asking why. Even if it's a hard question to answer, just push through. There is always a deeper reason. There's always a why. Eventually, you'll find yourself at the root of an emotion. The idea is to find the feeling that is motivating the want. All right. So every time you make an I want statement, follow it by asking why. I want to lose weight. Why? Well, I want to be healthy. Why? Because I want to live a long time so I can be with my kids. Why? And it goes on and on. So next, consider where that feeling exists within your chakra system, anything around self-confidence will be your sacral chakra, or possibly your solar plexus, depending on where you currently stand. Anything around feeling safe will be the root chakra. Anything regarding trauma or healing from it will be in the heart chakra. Anything around authenticity or being your true self is going to be in the throat chakra and so on. And that is a lot to uncover. That's a lot of knowledge that you need to know in order to be able to find that information. So to find that information, I'm going to direct you towards our upcoming workshop, which I'm really excited about. I'm providing all of this information and so much more about where feelings are located in the chakra system during our live chakra workshop called Chakra Healing for Manifesting. And you can grab your ticket now at spirituallyinspired.co slash chakras Even if you're listening to this well beyond February 2024, replays are still available and you can still gain access to this really awesome workshop. The link is also in the show notes. So you now know the feelings behind the desires. You know where that feeling is housed energetically in your chakras. The next part is pretty easy from this point. Finding where in your physical body that desire is being held. And that will give you a starting point. That will give you an idea of what you can do physically to tie these things together. And here's a hint. I kind of gave it away already. But it, the, where it is in your physical body is probably going to be the same chakra or chakras as where that desire is held. and it may be one other chakra too. but it's it's pretty easy to kind of pinpoint those two things once you have a little bit more knowledge. So I have some examples for you. Any kind of digestive problem is likely in the root chakra or possibly the sacral as well. Anything dealing with your thyroid is going to be in the throat chakra. Anything with brain health or with the eyes will likely be your third eye and your crown chakras. And hopefully you'll be able to start to see how certain body parts are connected to certain chakras simply by their proximity to one another. You can also reverse engineer this. So if you have issues with the lungs, for example, you can be like, okay, well, my lungs are in my chest cavity and that's where the heart chakra is. So I need to do some work around my heart chakra right? Or maybe um, you're dealing with some of your um, uh, other organs. I'm blanking on other. I was going to say the liver. Is the liver in your solar plexus area? I believe it is. It's like below your diaphragm. So a lot of those organs are going to relate to your solar plexus and being able to kind of filter things out and like make choices on certain things, right? So just think about where in your body these things are and the chakras that are close to it. This will be a really good reverse engineering trick for you as well. And finally, it's time to tie all of these things together. This is the treatment plan that will look different for everyone, depending on not only what your goal is, but also what your current health is and um, what you're currently doing about those treatment plans, right? So if you've been listening to Spiritually Inspired for any length of time, or if you ever joined me for a private session or a group session, you know that I would never ever, 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 ever in a million years tell you to disregard medical interventions. If you need those things, if they help, for the love of God, do those medical interventions, whatever that means for you. And I know most Reiki practitioners that are worth their salt will tell this to you as well. I have people who I studied Reiki with, that go into surgery that see their doctors on a regular basis they to be a an energy healer and to be a modern mystic does not mean to disregard the very powerful medicinal practices that we have at our disposal it's about bringing them together for me when i say physical healing and emotional healing and spiritual healing i am saying What type of physical, medicinal, actual medicine practices can I bring in along with my emotional healing, my spiritual healing and my spiritual practices? How can I bring these two things together? So I'm going to take the antibiotic if I need one. I'm going to take all of it. But I'm also going to consider, okay, so what is the part of me that's infected? What's the closest chakra? And how maybe does this affect it? Like, what was the block? What have I been telling myself that could have possibly brought this all together? So nothing is black and white. Nothing is happening in a vacuum. It's all meant to be tied together. All right? This is a great opportunity to combine modern medicine with spiritual growth. And I firmly believe that these things are not mutually exclusive and we should not be treating them as such. Collectively, they work a lot better when you take a holistic approach, when you take your cancer treatment and you also go through therapy. Yeah, When you learn how to cook healthier meals, but you're also changing your relationship with food and you're also feeling more safe or whatever it means for you, however it combines for you. I would like to give you another example, giving birth to a baby as an example, because this is on my mind a lot lately as I prepare to give birth for a second time this summer. Of course, there are loads of valuable treatments out there in the field of women's health, and we know so much about the miracles of childbirth and what happens to the mother's body, what is happening to the baby's body, and there are thousands of medical professionals in the U.S. alone, maybe even hundreds of thousands, dedicating their lives to keeping moms and babies safe during this entire process. I mean, if you think back, even just a couple hundred years ago, women just didn't know if they were going to survive pregnancy. First off, they didn't actually know. They were not confirmed pregnant until a lot later in their pregnancies than than we are today. Like, for me, I knew two weeks in when I was pregnant this time. Um, So, I mean, not only have we come a long way with making sure that um, mortality rates are lower when it comes to giving birth, but we have so many things that we can do to ensure the health and safety of the of the mother and the baby and what they do together. We've come so far. And we're nobody in their right mind is going to disregard those things. Right. Like if you need an emergency C section, you're gonna you're not gonna say no. You're probably going to let it happen because you want to have that baby and you want to survive. So you can raise your baby, right? And among other reasons why you'd want to survive. So childbirth and being pregnant is kind of this interesting culmination of being completely natural and being like one of the oldest medical marvels in human evolutionary history and also having a lot of medical knowledge. It's a completely natural thing that's been happening for millions of years. And at the same time, we have so many healthcare professionals that know what to do, that know what's going to happen. And at the same time, they're also going to allow the process of birth to happen as naturally as possible with as little medical interference as possible if that's the goal. Like that is what the what the ideal birthing situation is because the body and the soul know what to do. If help is needed, help is there. And thank God for that. But also we can trust and know that together, will birth the baby, <laughs> that there's this beautiful culmination of medical knowledge and spiritual, intuitive, physical knowledge as well. It's it's a great, beautiful thing. I love it. And if you're interested in this sort of topic, by the way, episode 50 of the Spiritually Inspired Podcast was my spiritual birthing experience, which was a little bit of a roller coaster. If you like to hear birthing stories, you might enjoy that one if you scroll all the way back to episode 50. Chakra healing is about bridging the gaps between physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. This is the truth behind miracles. There are many components at play, and chakra healing helps us fill in the pieces. Many people from all ages, all walks of life, all around the world, across the centuries, have benefited greatly from restoring the vitality of their chakras. There's a powerful reason why this concept has stood the test of time, If you listened to last week's episode, you know it's been happening for thousands of years. And now we're living in a world where information is even more easily adaptable. So you're in the perfect position to make it work for you. With the proper guidance, I am more than confident that you will find a chakra healing method that resonates with you. It just takes a little bit of practice, a little bit of knowledge, and a little bit of guidance. So take a moment now. To consider what type of healing you want to focus on first. Where do you intuitively feel is there is some disharmony in your energy? Because there is a chakra for that. Where in your body do you feel pain? If you have a diagnosed treatment that you're or a diagnosed ailment that you're undergoing treatment for, where is it physically in your body? Whether it's chronic or it's something that just comes up, what where in the body is it housed? Because the chakra closest to it is likely going to be the one that you'll want to focus your energy on. And I want to help illustrate how positive chakra energy can make such a difference in your life in in various areas, in various ways. I've mentioned all these things in passing, but I want to dive into a little bit more detail. So first, there is physical health. Chakra healing techniques, such as meditation and yoga and energy healing and just so much more, can help promote overall physical health. And it releases blocks and it restores the natural flow of energy throughout the body. And this can lead to improvements in energy levels, immune function, and alleviation of physical ailments, just to name a few. Like When your chakra system is open and balanced and harmonious and aligned, your physical health is... Leaps and bounds improved. It is an amazing thing. And that kind of ties right into the next level of the mind-body connection, which is emotional well-being. Balancing the chakras can have a profound impact on emotional health by addressing common issues that we all deal with, such as stress and anxiety and depression, and as well as the deeper things like trauma. By releasing these stagnant energies and um, removing the things that were keeping us stuck and promoting emotional flow and emotional healing, chakra healing can help you experience that emotional stability that you're looking for, that resilience and that sense of inner peace. And kind of piggybacking off of that a little bit, chakra healing also helps with mental clarity and focus. When the chakras are balanced and aligned and harmonious, you'll likely experience enhanced mental clarity and concentration and cognitive function on top of better physiological function. This, of course, can lead to improved decision making and problem solving skills and creativity and many, many more things. Not to mention improved mental health overall really does make your life, your quality of life so much better. And and that's kind of a holistic approach in itself. When you take your mental health into your own hands and you improve your mental health and it in turn improves your physiological health as well, it's a holistic approach and it's... It's good for the chakra healing as well. And of course, the third aspect of the mind-body's spirit connection is your spirit. So chakra healing, of course, helps with spiritual growth. We've been talking a lot about how it helps your physical body, but it can also really help your spiritual body too. Chakra healing is a powerful catalyst for spiritual growth and self-discovery. And by working with the chakras, you can easily deepen your connection to your higher self. You can gain insights to your life's purpose. You can experience greater spiritual expansion. You can learn to better connect with spirit, to learn to meditate better and establish that bridge, become a channel, whatever it is that you want to do spiritually, whatever your spiritual practices are, opening up and harmonizing your chakras can really help you with that. And overall, another thing that your chakras can do is help with relationships, can help your relationships with spirit, of course, but also with humans and with animals and with anything else that's alive. Balancing the chakras can have a very positive impact on your relationships, specifically the heart chakra, of course. But when you take care of yourself, when you are filling up your own cup, you have so much more to give to other people by cultivating self-awareness and empathy and compassion through chakra healing practices you're improving your communication skills you're enhancing your ability to connect with others you're creating room to be able to connect with others and you're fostering a healthier and more fulfilling relationships by taking care of yourself another great amazing side effect of chakra healing. I mentioned it once already, but I want to elaborate a little bit Is stress reduction. Chakra healing techniques are very effective in reducing stress and promoting relaxation because stress is your body's reaction to things being wrong, essentially. Like when something is in, isn't right within the body, your body reacts with stress hormones. And stress hormones are aren't meant to be long-term they're meant to only be in your body for a little bit of time so chronic stress is really deteriorating to your health so by releasing tensions and promoting the free flow of energy through chakra healing you'll have a much greater sense of calmness and balance and overall well-being by reducing stress and who doesn't want less stress i mean everybody should actively be working on stress reduction because like i said it truly is detrimental to your health and chakra healing is really good at that uh reducing your stress, not being detrimental to your health. And finally, another way that chakra healing can really be amazing for your overall quality of life is helping with your life purpose and spiritual fulfillment. Chakra healing can help you uncover and pursue your life purpose and manifest goals with clarity and confidence by removing obstacles in your physical body and as well as in your emotional and spiritual bodies, as well as limiting beliefs that are all blocking your path. You'll likely feel a deeper sense of belonging and understanding and and you'll understand love better and you'll understand ascension and you'll even experience it too. Because chakra healing just kind of brings out this magical energy within you, that kundalini energy within you that connects you to something greater than yourself. The ultimate goal of chakra healing is to feel strong and aligned and balanced with your mind, body, and spirit. And when we reach the state, the energy we put out there is bright and beautiful, which in turn results in amazing things manifesting in our lives per the law of attraction. Some of us work for years to manifest specific things that we want, like love, abundance, creative fulfillment, and more, whatever else. And it can be really discouraging when you follow all the manifesting guidance you receive and nothing seems to change. And if that's you, then it's the ideal time to turn to chakra healing for manifesting because the deeply rooted blocks keeping you from manifesting are housed within at least one of your chakras and can be overcome with ease. Earlier, I listed out the seven main chakras and their most well-known attributes as a quick review for the sake of this episode. And those attributes are what manifest in your mind and body when your chakras are healthy and balanced and harmonized. But of course, this whole idea of chakra healing comes from the fact that our chakras can be misaligned, overactive, or even blocked and unhealthy, if you will. These blocks change our energy, which changes what we're able to manifest. So if we unblock our chakras, if we restore their vitality, our energy changes from the inside out. And this is the whole purpose of my new workshop, Chakra Healing for Manifesting, to teach you how to identify and heal both blocked and overactive chakras that keep you from manifesting your dream life, to restore vitality to the entire chakra system so you can change your energy blueprint and change what you're manifesting. In this workshop, not only will you receive comprehensive chakra education, but you'll also learn effective healing techniques and powerful manifesting tools. Your chakras are your personal energy centers. They are the core of your energy blueprint, and the universe is responding to your energy blueprint via the law of attraction. So it makes perfect sense to open up, align, and harmonize your chakras one by one and as a whole so that you're radiating the best possible energy to attract your dreams and goals. And I want that for you. So head straight to spirituallyinspired.co slash chakras to reserve your ticket in the live workshop or snag a copy of the replay if you're watching this beyond February of 2024. It's never been easier to get to the bottom of why you're not manifesting what you want. Your chakras are telling the whole story and all you have to do is learn to read it and then rewrite it, which you are empowered to do. Again, the link in the workshop is spirituallyinspired.co slash chakras also available in the show notes. I cannot wait to see you join us for this workshop. Before we sign off for this week, I want to extend an extra special thank you to all my monthly supporters who choose to kindly donate to Spiritually Inspired. Your support means the world to me. The fact that you're sharing your abundance with me is so special, and I sincerely hope that you enjoy your exclusive member benefits, which include weekly guided Reiki meditations and personalized monthly tarot card readings. To check out those exclusive benefits for yourself, you can go to spirituallyinspired.co slash membership members also get discounts to workshops by the way thank you so much for listening this has been episode 171 of the spiritually inspired podcast titled what is chakra healing (laughs) i'm sarah ray i am your manifesting coach and crystal reiki master and as you go on your way today know that i am sending you an abundance of love and light and inspiration blessed be hey you yeah you the mystical one you are warmly invited to our next reiki share inside of our free facebook group twice per week i go live on camera to offer channeled guidance from spirit and healing energy to all those who need it and want it with replays always available and i would be honored if you would be a part of these magical circles go to spirituallyinspired.co free group to become a member for free and get your fill of healing crystal reiki I can't wait to see you in the group. Bye, friends.